Welcome to the I'm Still Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Whitlow. I've been reading and studying the Bible my entire life, but I still have a lot of questions, and I'm still learning what it means. Each episode, we will take a look at what the Bible has to say and what it means to us today. Life often throws us a curveball. How we respond to the unexpected events of life is really important as we represent Christ to the world. Today we're going to see how Joseph responded to the major curve that was thrown to him when he found out that Mary was going to have a baby that wasn't his. I'm calling this episode, When Life Throws You a Curve. If you've lived any time at all, life has thrown you a curve. Something that happened to you that was completely unexpected, and it changed your life. Maybe it was just changed for a short time, and maybe it changed your life for the rest of your life. But you didn't see it coming, and you just had to react to it and adjust to the realities of the curve that you were thrown. As someone who has lived for a while, I have been thrown several curves. Just a few months ago, something came my way that I sure wasn't expecting. I went to my primary care doctor for a routine checkup. I was feeling fine for a young senior citizen, and I was expecting the standard admonition to keep up the good work, drink lots of water, and try to lose some weight. But my doctor saw something in my blood work that she didn't like. Now, since I was feeling good, I wasn't too concerned, and I just expected to be given a prescription for another pill to take. She scheduled a test for me, and a couple of days later, I went in for the test. Once again, I was expecting a clean bill of health. What I got was a call from my doctor later that day telling me to head straight to the hospital. Once I was there, I was admitted, and I stayed for four days and underwent several scary procedures. Since then, I've had several more procedures to get me back to health. I learned that I had avoided a major health crisis, but I would have to make some changes and undergo several more procedures. After finding the problem during the routine exam and then going through everything I have endured, I am expected to do well but I certainly did not see that coming. It was a big curve, to say the least. Now, there are a lot of plot elements to the Christmas story. Of course, we talk about Mary and the baby Jesus. The shepherds and the wise men fit prominently in the tale. But today, I want to talk about Joseph and the curve that life threw at him. So I'm going to start by reading from the Matthew account of the Christmas story because it tells more of what was happening to Joseph. I'm going to start reading Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, 
Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child, she will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife, but he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. Now here's the curve that life threw at Joseph. He was expecting to live a normal life of a Jewish man. He was going to be engaged to a girl, display the ability to make a living that would support a family, take her into his house, and begin to raise a family. Engagement was a different proposition then than what we think of it today. Engagement was actually almost marriage. It was a legally binding agreement that both would forsake all others, but there was no physical intimacy. That would come at the prescribed time involving a ceremony that symbolized her leaving her father's house and going to her husband's house. But here was the curve. Mary was pregnant, but not by him. Of course, it created all sorts of questions and complications for both of them. It would affect their standing and reputation in the community. It would subject them to whispers and gossip. It was a major curve. And how Joseph chose to react to this curve that had been thrown to him had consequences both for that moment and for eternity. And we can all learn from Joseph in the way he reacted to life throwing him a curve. First, Joseph didn't follow his impulses. Now, his natural inclination was that the marriage was over and he had to send her away. It would involve a divorce decree that would send Mary away as a shamed woman and he as a man who hadn't judged her character well. But he didn't react. He rested. He slept on his decision. And while he slept, an angel appeared to him in a dream and changed his mind. This is important. Rarely do rash decisions work out well. Decisions rooted in fear, weariness, embarrassment, frustration, or anger are not good decisions. And remember, decisions that are made when you are exhausted are always critiqued by someone who slept well that night. Secondly, Joseph showed grace instead of judgment. Now, Joseph had every right to subject her to public humiliation and stoning, and yet he was going to follow the law and put her away, but not in a shaming way. Oh, our world loves to hear something juicy or scandalous and to pile on with our tail-bearing and condemnation, but our words have consequences. We have far too many suicides that happen today because of people bearing tales, people telling things that people do not want to be told, and by shaming them. We need to watch our words. He showed grace instead of judgment in this difficult time. Third, Joseph didn't try to leverage this disruption for his own gain. 
Now, he didn't build an organization to promote the Holy Child or to promote himself as the Messiah baby daddy. And he didn't portray himself as a victim or a celebrity. He didn't try to appear as a, as a sympathetic character on the local news to tell his story and attempt to start a GoFundMe account. He just kept doing the ordinary things. That's the fourth thing. He did the ordinary things. He observed what was going on. He kept Mary and the baby safe. He took them to Egypt because it wasn't safe in Nazareth. He brought them back to Israel when the situation warranted it. He kept working. He provided for their needs. Never underestimate the power that exists in everyday faithfulness. And when life is uncertain, there is a lot to be said for establishing a healthy routine. Just do the ordinary things. And until you get a new revelation, stay with the old one. Next, Joseph kept doing the spiritual things. He took Jesus for the circumcision. And every year they went to Jerusalem for Passover. In this day and age, we really undervalue the benefit of regular church attendance. Because I guess when things are going good, we see church as optional, something that we'll do if there are no better options. But then when life throws us a curve, it seems that the first thing to go is church. Now, I know that I am old school, but being part of a church, as messy as it can be, as deeply as it can frustrate us, and if we are honest, as boring as it can be at times, builds spiritual strength in the same way that every other discipline of life does. Don't fall for the old thing, I'm going to drop out until things straighten out, because things never straighten out. Be faithful to what you know, and you will learn more. Never forget that God is good and God loves you. And having life throw you a curve doesn't mean that God is mad at you. His purposes are always withdrawing you closer in mind. So as we see in Scripture, what Joseph undoubtedly saw as a curve being thrown at him was God's plan all along. Some 700 years earlier, the prophet Isaiah foretold that the promised Messiah would be born to a virgin, and that is quoted in Isaiah 7:14. Neither Mary nor Joseph saw this coming for them, but what looked like a huge complication for them was actually a crucial part of God's plan for all of mankind. Both Mary and Joseph responded by staying faithful to God and acknowledging that He knows what is best. You know, sometimes the curves that come our way are self-inflicted, but don't forget that those curves could be God-inspired. The things that we see as interruptions may be positioning us to be used of God in a way that we would never have imagined. Joseph never became a celebrity. He did what he was called on by God to do, and today we are all beneficiaries of the offer of salvation that was made, that was made possible in part because Joseph did his part. We don't always know what is going on, 
and we rarely get to see how our situation fits into God's big picture. So it is important that we are prepared for the inevitable curves that we will encounter. And may we all respond as faithfully as Joseph did. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the I'm Still Learning podcast. If you find this podcast interesting, won't you please share it with a friend? Also, let me know what you think. Find me on Facebook or Instagram under my name, Randy Whitlow, or send an email to rbwhitlow at me.com. Until next week, I'm Randy Whitlow, and I'm still learning.